0: Welcome to Still Talking Uncut. I'm your host, Big Easy, with a new webcam. Co-host beside me, Master Distiller Sean Rigsby. And we're honored enough to have special guest, John Benz, from the Firefighter episode of Master Distiller. How you doing? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you.
1: Yeah, man, glad to have you. It's uh, been a long time coming, man.
0: Yeah, um, in case anybody's wondering, uh, John was supposed to be on two weeks ago when uh, I took the blame for canceling. <laughs> so, we all know what it was. So It's always me. Well, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. It's a good time. Um, John's from right here in Ohio. Uh, it's a cold day today. Today yeah, was a cold
1: day. Hold on. <laughs> you said John's from here in Ohio, right?
0: That's what I said. That's
1: where good liquor comes
0: from. You know, this is gonna be one of them episodes. If you want to stick around, you know what you're in for. So, <laughs> anyways, all right. Before we get too far into it, what you drinking on, Sean?
1: You know, I think we ought to start with the guest this time.
0: Uh, no, no, I think we'll save that one. Uh, okay, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> what you drinking on,
1: Sean? I'm drinking on water, and I'm also drinking on. Uh, some of the best post-flavored uh, uh, liquor from anybody that's that I've ever had
0: that's been on the show, Master Distiller Amaretto. Okay, you gonna tell us who makes it, Mister um,
1: <laughs> uh, Mr., Mister John Benz.
0: Jeez, it looks Mr. like it's empty. Hey, I loved your promo your promo was great you just left out you know a couple of details at the end well I mean
1: <laughs> I don't have much more John I'm gonna have to you
0: know I'm sure I'm sure he'll get you some so yeah you know I was sitting around man and I was like man what would be a, something something to drink on tonight and I seen that there's this thing and it won awards so I went ahead and 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 I, and I pulled out the old the old award winning <laughs> high rise. I'm gonna have me a glass of tire fire. and We're gonna have a good time.
1: <laughs>
0: right. Well, I'm going a little bit going a little bit more on
2: the uh, friendly side. I got my buddy McClaw's with cheesecake.
0: Man, I've been That's wanting some to try good that shit right there, man. I haven't tried that yet. So, you got any left, Sean, or did you drink it all? Uh, about that.
1: Yeah, I've drank most bottles. He, I, had to, I had to clear the uh, normal cheesecake, and then I had the uh, strawberry, I believe.
2: I've got both here, and then I actually got our liquor store over here to start carrying it for him.
1: Mm, no shit. So
2: I can go right across the river here to Mason about 10 minutes away and pick up however much I want.
1: Okay. Well, uh, next time we get together, man, I'm going to have to have you get me a few bottles of it. That way I can get dipshit some.
0: <laughs> I'd like to try it, you know, I mean. Man, it,
1: it's good. It's good I if you like I cheesecake. don't say
0: no, so.
2: Uh, We're actually working on getting him over here for a, uh, oh, a release of his uh, strawberry at that um, liquor store. And oh, uh, he'll do a little bottle sign, a little taste and all that stuff.
0: Nice.
1: Now, which one do you, do you like the original cheesecake or do you like, are you, are you a a strawberry fan? I mean, or do you have a preference really?
2: Well, I like his cheesecake and of course I had to come up with one too. So I've got his cheesecake in the freezer. I got my cheesecake in the freezer. I got his strawberry. I got my strawberry. Um, And hopefully, you know, somewhere down the line, there might be something else coming. Well, good. What
0: else are you drinking that? on over there? What else am I drinking on? Which one do you want? You want <laughs> <that>? <laughs> I saw something purple earlier. Oh, uh, you saw something purple earlier? Probably something for John Rigsby. Got that purple Jesus. What boy. Is that
2: purple, crazy Chuck purple
0: Jesus at that. Uh, huh? What proof is that?
2: Uh, that is John. 64 proof.
0: John must have just got home from Daytona. Sixty-four. No, no this,
2: I bought this three years ago. Actually, um, that was from South Mountain, ain't it? That was from uh, Adventure. Oh, Adventure! Really? That was his Adventure from Adventure.
1: Okay, okay. But uh, yeah, I you know I wonder maybe I'll have to ask him next month why he did the. Uh, uh, 64 proof because usually you see you know 60 70 it's a yeah, little off not, it's just it's just a different different, uh, a different
2: i know up here um i go up and uh join my buddy uh mark hatfield up there quite a bit and uh do a little bit of stuff around his distillery and um from what i'm taking you know that's a lot of your taxes go by that by your proof now i don't know that that would make that 64 proof but the yeah. way i understand it anything above 100 you know your taxes
0: go up on it quite a bit you talking uh, hatfields in west virginia oh yeah, yeah. Like hatfield yeah yeah i've been up there a few times my buddy hooch man it's a beautiful picture. Yeah, I glass i got my stuff man, in. He's got, he's got a lot of good liquor up in there man and that's he's- that's a- it's beautiful up there. Every time I go over to West Virginia, I see my buddy, on we're always like, "Hey, man, let's go see Hatfield." I, I know a you got You ain't a bourbon fan, but that's
2: his 125 proof, eight year old barrel
1: bourbon. Well, so, yeah, guess it's, it's my thing. I'm not really a bourbon fan, but I'll appreciate good liquor. What well, you know? But
0: I mean, it's smooth. So. Yeah, he was uh, the first first place I had seen the uh, the old char in a jar where he just takes a piece of oak and he chars the hell out of it. Yeah, puts it in your jar. Um, I think I brought one of them back for my buddy Mac when I was down there one time. So if you're ever in West yeah. Virginia, and um, is that is that by Ripley? Where's that at? Uh, it's actually up past Ripley
2: now. They were out Spencer, uh, West Virginia. Um. Depending on which way you took, you had to cross two creeks and a dirt road or mud road to get there. <laughs> it
0: sounds like West Virginia. <laughs> so now, <laughs> now, if
2: you go on up past Ripley up towards uh, not quite Charleston, uh, Sissonville exit, they're up on top of the hill over there.
0: Yeah. yeah. See, I, I never, never seen the first one. I seen up on top of the hill. You seen on top of the hill. He's yeah. added a, uh, it's
2: not in operation yet, but he's added a, um, 6,000 or six pound pizza oven now. Speaking my language. Yeah, brick <laughs> oven. It's got copper dots all over. I think I sent the pictures to you, Sean.
0: Nice. Yeah, I think so. Moonshine and pizza, man. That's, that's right, right at my heart right there. <laughs> so I'm all for that. Yeah, I, yeah, I like
2: man. that little trip. I, I work at one of the restaurants I service in Sittonville, so I got to go right by there.
0: I mean, you know, and when in Rome, you might as well pull over and stop and get a jar. (laughs) I like more. You go in there and and like here in Ohio, you see they charge you for tastings. You know, you go out there and it's just like, ah man, taste what you want. And leave me a tip. Yeah. First time I walked in there, he's like, Oh, you want to try it right off the worm? Like (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah, (laughs) I do. Every time I go
2: in there, that's you want a shot? Yeah, sure do. Yep. (laughs) Hell yeah. Don't even
0: ask what proof, because I don't care.
2: I don't care. I think that last—that last was was 140 coming off the worm, and he's like, "Here, you want a shot?" (laughs) I took a big old shot up, and he goes, "Uh, I meant to tell you that was 140."
0: Okay. Every time the answer's yes, you know. Oh yeah. The the answer is always yes. Do you want to try this? Yeah. Yeah. uh, we pulled shit enough (laughs) let's let's go on ahead and get into the show (laughs) Mr. Bentz, why don't you tell us about yourself man how'd you get started moonshining Uh, what age was you you know it's family tradition just uh, tell us your story and I'll try to shut up
2: Uh, no family that ever done it as far as I know dad was a drinker but you know never ran any liquor or made beer or anything like that that I know of so just got into it by uh one of Sean's specialties, a beer keg, and um, a buddy of mine got me making it with a beer keg, and from there, I've uh, built copper steels, just a couple of them. i built uh, a beer keg. Um, I actually found the first steel that I built in storage the other day up in the attic. Um, I actually took it to Doug's with me and showed it up there it's a little three gallon all copper um except for of course glass mason jar and the real nice shiny pot for the worm so okay
0: that's been every lane
2: (laughs) that's been 15 years ago
1: So. well i can tell you what man uh you've definitely dialed in in the craft you know with uh your flavors and stuff, you do very well, man. <clears throat> That's what I was telling uh, old, old Matt LeMaster the other day, you know, you, you, there are certain people that will not hand you a bad jar of liquor. Yep. And, and you're one of them. Yeah, I, I,
2: I had someone ask me about lemonade, and I told them, I was, they said, uh, do you make lemonade? I said, I've made it. I said, oh. uh, am I satisfied with it? No. And no one will get it till I'm satisfied with
1: it. Yep. Yeah, there's a difference between, you know, uh, really perfecting a product than there is just making it and throwing it out there. You but know, you know
0: it's, it's a pride thing, man. Like, I'm not going to hand you something I wouldn't drink. Like, if I made it and I don't What's like that? it, there ain't no way I can hand it to you. Like, and oh, it's you all, all right. It. Here you go. It's like, no, man, it's got to be. You know, if I'm going to hand you give you a gift, it's got to be the best that I, that that I can give you because you know it it means a little bit more. You, you know what I'm saying? Like I won't give something out that I won't drink myself or enjoy myself. So exactly. exactly, yeah. I'm
2: not going to give somebody a jar of liquor that I can't be proud of. If I <laughs> if you can't be proud of it, you might as well just dump it down the drain. I hear a lot of guys uh, I'll rerun it till it turns into. Sean's specialty vodkas, um, but uh, I I just think, you know, you can set it back for something else, and you might be able to blend them together and get what you're looking for out of it, but I don't like just adding them to a big pot basically and rerunning them because with what I run, I would run a pot and a thumper, and I, you're still going to carry some of them flavors. But. Yeah.
1: So that, speaking of rerunning, is that something that you don't do even if you don't run a thumper? Do you just run it one time and call it done? Or do you strip it off and then say you want to infuse it? Do you rerun it back through something that has a thumper?
2: Most of the time I'll, I'll use a thumper um, on certain brandies. And uh, on that last rum I did, I did that um, blueberry recipe I did on the show. But instead of sugar, I swapped everything out for brown sugar and put molasses in with it. made a blueberry rum. And I used um, just straight the worm with it. And then after doing that, I made a uh, what I was calling, it's basically banana rum, but I was calling it a fried banana rum. So I fried up all my bananas with some honey and some um, cinnamon. And that's what went into the mash. If I ran it without the worm or without the uh, thumper too. That way it would have a little bit better taste to it. Okay. Yeah, you know, not everything's about high proof. If you can get the, the flavor right. of it, you're looking for. Yep.
0: yep. Chasing a high proof has, has its place. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah. Like, like for me, yep. if I'm trying to make a good brandy, then I'm not chasing that high proof. You know, I'm chasing right. that flavor more than anything because that's what yep. it's all about. Like, if I wanted high proof, then I would chase vodka. You know, if I want flavor, then I'm chasing flavor.
2: And I will say since uh, having an infuser, um, you know, if I run a thumper, I'll use that infuser. If I'm running something, I want a little more flavor too. That way I can yep. charge. I'll charge first time. You know, after my heads is out, because I'll start with nothing at all in the thumper. Yeah. And then about you know, after that first bit of heads is out, and then I'll dump one in. And then about midways I'll dump another one in. Mm -hmm. Towards the end, I'll hit another one. But on that first charge, instead of like a you know, that infusers I think that infuser's a pint.
1: It's something Like, like that, yeah. If
2: I remember. I'll actually open it up and I'll dump a whole quart jar of what I'm infusing into it in yeah. for the first one. Go heavy infused on the first one and then jump over on, you know, the next couple.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, what's cool about I me. Mean, just play with them. Like, Oh, I'm going to dump a little to begin, or I'm going to dump here and here and here and here. I'm going to do a constant a little bit at a time or, or like, you know what? I'm just going to dump it all at one time and then refill it or, that's what, you know, they're definitely um, something to learn with and something to play with, just like your, your thumper when you first discover it. You know, you're trying to figure out what you could put in it and what you don't like in it, and so it's just like, you know, we don't get very many cool new toys to play with when it's like that, so it's, it's something fun for it. It's something fun to get to mess with, so.
1: Yep. So what is your – um What's your favorite liquor to drink that you make? Yeah. I love it.
2: A lot of it. It depends <laughs> on what type of mood you're in. If you're in a mood to sit around the fire or something, um, probably go be the amaretto or um, butter pecan. Okay. If I'm in a mood just to, you know, be out here messing around in the garage, um it's probably going to be an apple pie, a butter pecan, something, you know, something not real, real heavy.
1: Right. Well, that's fair. So uh, I see you got some uh, some bourbons up around the wall, looks like. Yeah. Um, is that something that you uh, you've jumped into or? I play around anything? with anything.
2: Do you? Yeah, I play around with them. Um, I've got some underneath here like that's a sour mash bourbon um, and then i got a blue corn bourbon sitting down there so, are, you
0: aging, are you aging it in barrels or are you um, um
2: i do in some barrels? in barrels i've only got a couple uh what are they two two and a half gallon barrels i'm not the type that can you know, some of these guys talk about they fill up thirty gallon barrels and let them set. I uh, I don't have that willpower.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. I it I'm the one never here, gets full. <laughs> I'm the one in here popping the top,
0: taking the turkey baster and pulling some out. Hey, R and D, man. R and D, you gotta see how things are progressing. So it's just it's all part of the job. So
2: So on them yep. two and a halves, um uh, or three gallons. So I'll let them set for about six months, and then that's about four months. I'll pull a little bit out to check it. About six months is normally where they're at. I mean, they're you're ready. talking uh, five,
0: five, six gallon barrels, right? About a three gallon barrel. About three. I mean, yeah, you know, that's yeah. that's plenty in something that small. So, yeah. Otherwise, I do a uh,
2: kind of a char in a jar method. Um, I worked with Hatfield up there a couple of days, just kind of. I can't really say I worked with him. I went up there and watched him and sipped. Yeah, but you learned. You know, you had a learning experience. He's got a nice method where he takes a blackstone grill and he throws them all on the blackstone grill and oh, just lets uh,
0: them sit down and
2: cook. And eventually, they'll either catch on fire by them by themselves, or he'll take a torch and kind of light them up a little bit. Yeah, um, and I do that. I've actually got uh, a buddy, Roger Dingy. He's uh, Loudonville, Ohio. Um, he brought me down a big, I don't know what's called, firewood stump, whatever. And it's white oak. And I just go out and cut inch by inch chunks off of it, charm myself, and put them in.
1: Okay.
0: It's now better that.
2: than trying to find white oak.
0: Yeah. Right. A lot cheaper, too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh how do you remember how we met john or when we met
2: um it would probably be a very painful time, uh, not just meeting you but um i had that day that we met we was up there at uh, new straitsville
1: it's funny how things come full circle ain't it
2: yeah i would, I drove all the way up to Straitsville and didn't know there was a shorter route. So I went clear up past like the Rocky Boot Factory and out and around. And I think it took us probably about an hour and 45 minutes to go somewhere that'll take me about an hour max. <laughs>
0: um,
2: and I had kidney stones that day too.
1: Kidney stones?
2: Yeah. So I was. You know, hate to say it this way, but I was popping pain pills and <laughs> trying to stay comfortable because it had me going out of the dirt road. Yeah. Oh, it shit. was a pretty bad ride. And if I remember right, it was cold as shit that. that oh,
0: it was cold as shit that weekend. That's yeah. the first festival I met Sean at. I had met him before that, but yeah. I went down there because he told me about it. And it, it was brutal that weekend. It's kind of like today. So. Oh yeah,
2: it was cold today. I was on a roof today out at uh, Fairplane McDonald's working on a uh, freezer box condenser, and it was sleeping. Yeah,
0: it was. So, <laughs> it was. don't worry; it'll be the seventies on this weekend. So we're gonna be up around 70, 75 this weekend. So you know how it is, man. You don't like the weather here in Ohio. Wait I five well, minutes. I I'm don't gonna say wait till tomorrow, but. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, but uh,
0: so what was the first thing you run? What was the first thing that you ever was like when you when you got started and you wanted to give it a shot? What's the first thing that you did that you tried?
2: Well, I won't I won't say it was all grain, but it was it was corn, tractor supply of corn and uh, sugar. Yep, and it sugar. turned out all right. And then, you know, we we ran some cream corn. After that, it turned out all right for what it was. Yeah. You know, middle of the night, we decided we was gonna mash in, and we went and got some. <laughs> we went to Walmart, and the woman looked at us like we was, you know, really under know.
0: <laughs> Y'all got the munchies. Yeah, <laughs> y'all, y'all like cream corn, don't you? Yeah. That yeah, or we you were filling up a kid pool it. with it. So. Well, I guess of instead
2: of, of, of yellow,
0: that's <laughs> one. That's a lot of cans of cream corn.
2: <laughs> I think it was more sugar water than it was anything. I think it was yeah. more of a sugar wash, but there was sheer floating in it, so we was good.
0: Yeah, you know, <laughs> it'll make liquor. Thought, that's all matters.
2: We thought we was doing something right.
1: Well, if if it was fermenting and you were running and making an alcohol, that's a you lot did something
0: money. right. You know, like. You, yeah, you, but we, you, achieve, you achieve the goal whether no matter how uh, great it turned out, you still achieve the goal. Yeah, no, it didn't taste bad, so I mean, we still drank it.
2: If that means anything, of course, that's been about fifteen years ago. So that's uh, back when we was uh, first starting out. We was drinking Everclear.
0: Yeah, you know, how would you like to have one of those jars now, just so you could taste it and be like? Holy shit. <laughs> it
2: would definitely be a curve because I'd taste it then and I'd taste what I make now and I'd be like, damn. And I'd just slide that one back to the side. Right,
0: that one on back down to the side, huh? Like,
2: yeah. Yeah. Made some good stuff, made some bad stuff. Okay.
1: Yep. That's, well, that's why, you know, you, if you ever go over to someone's house and they've got a damn, a jar that's fucking plump full to the top, there's a good chance that it ain't worth a shit.
0: Or you're uh, at my house. You, I don't really drink it. <laughs>
1: well, right. Or if you go to someone else's right. house and you got a jar like
0: this. Oh, yeah. You, know, can t- you can always tell a drink, a jar that's really good. Like Sean said, it's it's about gone. You know, it's all, always chasing that jar, like, man, I need another one of these. Yep. Well, maybe- yeah. I actually had
2: a jar of that when I was down filming. Um, and we went to Kelly's for the moonshine run. And it ended up in um, Uncle Dum Dum's court.
1: <laughs>
2: Yeah, And, uh, you know, Kelly Kelly had a taste of it and I made the remark and told him, I said, You know, that ought to be the next jar on your on your shelf and he had he's like, Well, what is it? And I told him and he tasted it and he wow, he said, That's good. Well, then it got put over in Dum Dum's cooler and I never seen it again.
0: <laughs> it's probably Not, gone now. Yeah, nothing with oh, this a good jar of liquor. So So, when you, know, what'd you make when you went on the show? You was at the, on the fireman episode. Um, what'd you make when you were on there?
2: I, uh, I made a blueberry brandy and I started out with uh 48 pounds of blueberry. I was just shy of the 50 mark.
0: My man, I knew what you made. I always like it. You, you rolled up in there and I was like, Sean, he's got all blueberries, bro. He's making blueberry brandy. That's the way he's gonna win. Like, I've had you pegged to win. You know, anytime you roll in with that much fruit. I'm like, it's going to be the best jar of liquor out there. Um, just run it and turn it in. <laughs> Don't make them flavor it. Don't make them flavor that brandy. Don't make them run it again. Don't make them put it on wood. Just keep that brandy good and clear, man. Like
2: on the it. end, that's probably what I should have done is just, you know, temper it a little bit and turned it in. Um, you know, I started – I thought we had a lot more time than what we had. I thought we had an hour. And then, to, you know, when uh, they told me in a half hour, I was like, holy shit.
1: You know. To, what, to to make the mash or flavor? To make the
2: flavor. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, when we start making the flavor, I'm pouring
2: blueberry juice and I'm pouring sugar and brown sugar. Then I hear, uh, is either uh, Digger or Mark speak up in the back and they're like, oh, Lord, he just put two whole cinnamon sticks in it. But then I'm over there playing a vanilla bean and, you know, going the whole nine yards. And when it comes time for me to turn it in, it was still kind of warm. Even yeah. though I put it in a bucket of ice and was turning it and everything, it was still kind of warm. So, And I had all intentions of playing the game with it, and um, I went and bought some cream. And I was going to make one jar of blueberry cream, and I was going to make one jar of blueberry uh, cobbler, and I was going to sit there and sip on the cream and see which one they looked at the most. Yeah. But I never could get it cool enough that I felt comfortable adding that cream either. Yeah. I mean, I was down to the wire just turning
0: into what I turned in. So trying to cool it down. I'd imagine it's not – Anytime you start mixing those good sweet flavors, man, when it's nice and cool, it hits a lot differently than when it's warm. So, I yes. can see why you're spending so much time trying to cool stuff down. Now, um, when you fermented those blueberries, did you use what kind of what type of yeast did you use on them?
2: Uh, it Next was uh, Red Star yeast. Um, I used a yeast nutrient and I used a yeast energizer. So when I rolled up in there to pitch my yeast with a whole mason jar that was almost full, they looked at me like I was, you know, stupid.
0: But it had had a combination of all three things in it.
2: All three things within it. I just had a layer, and then another layer, and then my yeast. And that was the plan because we were supposed to ferment in five days. And then I think that might have turned into seven days, you know, over over the period of time, I think I was there 21 days for the first round, and then I was back. How many for, days? Uh,
1: 21?
2: 21.
1: Holy fuck.
2: Yeah, so I actually loaded, when I went to leave, because there's a lot of nice bike rides down that way, I loaded my motorcycle in the bed of my work truck and drove my work truck. And I was like, all right, well, if they want to keep me 21 days, I'm going to go riding." Yeah, uh, sure. the bike got the bike got 1150 miles while I was there.
0: <laughs> Sean, could you imagine being on there for three weeks? You you'd need a new liver.
2: Well, I will say that we took, or I took, and I don't know how much everybody else took, but I took about eight gallon with me, <laughs> and I took stuff oh. like. Uh, you know, I made up several little bottles. I think you've seen my little bottles, Sean. Like, like that little one up there, three seven five. Um, I took some of those, and then I took uh, the rest in quarts. And um, Richard ended up with the um, all the butter pecan. Said he ate it on his pancakes.
1: <laughs> so, that's funny. Yeah, it was a Big party. It's funny you say you went down there with that because <clears throat> when I went down, I didn't take a drop with me. Mm. And uh, it was funny, right? So we were sitting there around the fire. and Scott was like, hey, come over here and try this uh, vodka I made. I'm like, fucks. I tried it. I'm like, son of a bitch, that's fucking good. And uh, he goes, what'd you bring? I said, uh, nothing. <laughs> I said, I ain't going to let you try my shit before I beat you. <laughs> he said Bushwhite. Bushwhite bush right.
0: Thirst. Sean came thirsty. <laughs> That's what happened. That's what he came Yeah, they, they looked at you
2: and you said, uh, hey? latte.
1: <laughs>
0: there weren't no apples back then, huh? They didn't have no bush light apple back then.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm still not a fan of that. Sorry. We went to Chop House. Of course, Easy, you've heard that before. And I asked for bush light, and everybody just fucking looked at me and started laughing.
2: I had about the same thing happen to me. The boys from New Jersey. They decided we, me, Devon, and both them was going to Knoxville, and uh, we was going to do a brewery tour, or yeah. whatever they call it. They they get out their phones, look on the map where all the breweries are, and, and I don't like craft beer. If I drink any beer, uh, and I'll probably say it wrong, uh, but the Double X, the Sockies, those whatever. I like those Um with and uh, bush Lake. and they uh they took me in there. And I'm well, that was after the night of you know being at Kelly's all night and sleeping on the bathroom floor of the hotel.
0: <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold, on, hold on. Now, you can't just say that. Like, now we need backstory to <laughs> give us some backstory. Well, how you, how you ended up on the floor for the, moonshine,
2: for, for the moonshine run, you know, we went down there. Uh, me and Devon met Doug Taylor, and uh, before the Moonshine run, we went over to uh, Sugarlands and seen that great big old 4,500-gallon uh, pot and done a walkthrough. Um, then after that, we went, we went to Sugarlands and Gatlinburg.
1: They got, Did they have that thing running yet at the time or no?
2: They was getting ready for the first run.
1: Fuck a year ago, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, that was about a – well, yeah, almost a year ago now. I was getting ready for the first run, they told us. Um, had a lot of mash sitting ready to go in it. But, um, you know, we, we left there and we went to uh, Sugarlands in Gatlinburg where we was going to meet a couple people. I think uh, I think it was Richard and Craig, if I remember right. Um, and then they texted Doug back and said, come out to adventure. Yeah, well, that was about it.
1: Not, not, uh, not to cut you off, but everybody, keep Craig y'all's prayers and thoughts. Yeah. As, uh, he had a freak accident and uh, he's not doing the best. Uh,
2: so, so with what you just said, before I get started back here, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of uh, raffles come up for Greg. Um, I know there's several people working on some. Tracy Baumgardner's working on one and it's a heck of a package. Um yeah. I've heard a few other steel builders' names in there. I won't throw them out just because
0: I don't know what exactly they're going. Uh, uh North Georgia still has got yeah. one for sure. I know that for sure. I I've heard them, I've heard
2: Kevin Gordon. I'm not a hundred percent sure on on that one, but I've heard I've heard <laughs> of it. Um but uh, what Tracy's putting together, it's going to be a whole package. You're going to get everything. You're going to get the steel. You're going to get the mat or the mash ingredients. You're going to get the barrels. Everything ready to go. So the way I understand it from him, there'll be enough to make a couple runs, five or ten gallon pots is what he's making, and it'll even come equipped with the landry valve.
0: <laughs> got to have a landry valve, man. Just wouldn't be right without it so yeah i know me, me and sean have been talking about something so we me and sean got something in the works we won't, yep. we won't say anything farther than that now but but uh yeah, you know praise up for you craig we hope you get better and hope to see you you know back percent. Yep. so
2: yeah he spent a lot of time him and richard both did spend a lot of time with us when we was down there filming and uh there was a few I'll say mornings but it was, you know, nighttime morning whatever. It was dark. Where he come back across the highway over to our hotel and me and him sat on a truck and drank some beer. Nice. So, and if I text him, he texts back, you know, he he's one of the ones that, you know, I think he really looks out for the craft. Yeah. He's in our group on Facebook and everything.
0: And you you just yeah. never know who you're going to make friends with. And, you know, it's like, you never, never even imagine you'd be friends with somebody until you realize you have such a common interest and you bond over that. And all of a sudden you got a friend for life. It's, it's you know, crazy.
1: That's the best thing that I got from going down there and filming was the people that I met, you know, the friends I made. Um, and yeah, you know, I mean, I wouldn't know really, I'd probably know easy by now, but I, you know, I mean, we may not know each other if it wasn't for that. <clears throat>
2: yeah, that's that's kind of the way it worked with me. You know, I got I got second place on the firefighter challenge. Uh Mike Burdett ended up uh,
1: Everybody's got an opinion.
2: Um uh, when I can I can call him, he'll answer, we'll talk. Um uh, you know, I still keep in contact with Gabe. Um uh, yeah got uh the old crazy wild bill um and it, probably the only reason why I call him crazy and I told him if if I got on here I was going to tell this but
1: uh us fucking here it. we, we okay.
2: were all uh out all <laughs> out in the parking lot and uh you know while Bill and Rachel got back from their day of filming I don't know what what area they was in but they were both hot, ready to go to bed, blah, blah, blah. Wild Bill seemed like he was maybe a few drinks in, um, which I don't know how you leave that set and not be.
0: Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I usually showed up that way. <laughs>
2: <I> did, like, <laughs>
0: you got to chase the hair of the dog while you're there, huh? That's right.
2: But uh, Wild Bill, Rachel goes in. I guess she was gonna shower, go to bed. While Bill comes out, wearing nothing but his damn boxers, smoking (laughs) a cigar, got a hat on.
1: And uh, was he welding or wearing a hat or a welding cap? I
2: think it was his welding cap because you know it's one of these numbers. Yep. Um, So uh, I hear, "Hey, Bency, and I look over. And his whole ass is hanging out of his boxers. And he just, you know, with that cigar in his mouth, just looks over like basically like a how are you doing and looks back and walks back inside.
0: <laughs> and from from that
2: day forward, I just told him he'd burn a, a
0: bad spot in my brain. <laughs> Some images you can never get rid of.
2: But there was there was a lot of good people and that's you know I got second like I said that's what I took out of the competition was all the uh, all the friends I talked to Tommy and Vicky Shin, uh, Shin or Swin um, I've never no, met him yet uh, Tommy's he's a cool guy I mean he's I can't remember I think he might have said Maybe Sticks, I'm not sure, but he, he drove tour bus for a couple rock bands. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Devon, which me and him met a couple times before we went down there. But um, uh, Mike, Gabe, um, this, this little girl right here, she brought me that whiskey, uh, Faye. And that's a chocolate rife. That's one of my ones I really like. So, But, um,
1: yep. yeah,
2: several good people. And that's that was the main thing I took from that competition. You know, I'm, I'm working the same place I was working before I went, doing the same thing I was doing. So, it ain't like, you know, major change and change to me. Right.
1: But, uh, so, what was your – Expectation
0: when you went down there, did, I mean, did you go in gung ho? Like, I'm going, I want to win, I'm here to win, or was it? Well, um, or everybody uh, did,
2: wants to win, yeah, but uh, really, yeah. I mean, I probably went down looking, you know, I'm gonna win, but uh, by the end of it, by especially walking up, you know meeting gabe for the first time meeting mike for the first time gabe was uh i was told it was going to be a firefighter's challenge where you're kind of first uh i was told where you're fired here and i said do what and she said well kind of like your class b's or whatever
1: so So i wore a t-shirt don't let me catch off too much but uh so all three of you guys are fighter fighters that was on there
2: um yes to the extent um i'll say i'm i'm still an active firefighter um I'm a, better, yeah. I'm a lieutenant with uh station 10 and um you got gabe he has since uh you know moved on to another occupation he has the rustic something landscaping okay um you know i share his stuff every once in a while when i see it on there. Um, and then you've got uh, Mike, and he's he was with Cahaba Distillery, but I don't know exactly if he's still with them or what he has. Um, oh, uh, K Bug Moonshine.
1: Okay. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, um, I think there's a history behind that. Do you know the history behind the name?
2: Uh, K Bug? Yes. So the way I understand it, um, you know, I know know he told me about it. I don't know the years or whatever with it. But uh, K-Bug was his daughter that he he had lost several years ago. Um, And um, her name was Kaylee. So um, they brought out K-Bug Moonshine. And that's a great tribute. That's amazing. It is, you know, and. I've got a bottle of it up there by my little uh, three gallon steel that was my first steel, and it's actually signed by Mike. He brought it to us down there. Um, He brought us that, and uh, uh, I keep it pretty close, which I don't know if y'all will really be able to see it or not. Uh, St. Florin, the uh, God of Fire, and -hmm. then. Okay. The Maltese Cross. Gabe brought us that. Uh, Mark brought us one of his patches. Oh, Mark, Mark uh, Ramsey? Mark was- Ramsey. Uh, Newport patch off of his gear. And There's then little- Mike little- brought a little- me a patch down when we went back down and gave me a patch. So. Okay.
1: So, easy. what was that face about? Did you not like what you were drinking? <laughs> no, I don't. I do not like
0: this. Is <laughs> just- that still... Feel- <laughs> Is hey, that it's, still going vodka? It, it is uh, the High Rock, man. I just, you know, it's like it's the joke that just keeps giving back to me. I guess I, just, I don't have do nothing you, else beside me, and I keep getting thirsty, and, and I can You probably need
2: some old Doug Taylor's up there.
0: Well, if Sean had it, he'd drink it and not share it with me, which I don't blame him. I do the same. Well, thing. Doug Taylor's, like, yeah. whatever. Whatever.
1: You got the uh, American Rebel? <laughs> no, no, I got some of that uh, uh, peach. I got this, uh aged peach
0: and then I got that American Rebel. So, um, are we going to see you at the uh, Farm in Bottle in August? Yes. Yeah. I'm scheduled to be
2: up there. Um, Wilmington? Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. We're going to have a good time.
2: Yeah. Um, it's going to be a actually, good time. She had sent or she had put something on Facebook and it said that she was looking for. Uh, you know, microbreweries or brewers or whatever, and I sent her a message, and that's before, I think right before I messaged Sean, and I I said, hey, I said, what about getting some of us guys? You know, you got a lot of Ohio guys that, um, you know, has been on the show. You've got a lot of West Virginia guys. You know, that might be
1: a nice little addition to it. That's going to be the festival to be at. I
2: think
1: if I think
2: if they could keep growing in the size they've already grown this year, because if I understand right, this is the first year. Yep. It, and I think that's going to be yep. the festival, you know, that, you know, they've got down south. They've got the popcorn. They've got all that. Um, I'd like to see us get something up here. Yeah. The,
0: the Straitsville Moonshine Festival ain't about moonshine. Like, it's not so, it's just, it's the Moonshine Festival, but. It was really lacking last year. So oh, I meant maybe. to tell
1: you, you remember Tom.
0: So who are you talking
1: to? Both of you. Well, no. more so you, Easy. The guy that uh, run that still back here? Oh, um, yeah, yeah,
0: the old man that was running the old still back here.
1: Unfortunately, he's no longer with us. He oh, that's yeah. why. Yep. Hmm. That's what, uh, that's what uh, Paul and um, uh, Rich – was talk, telling me about the other day. And that's another thing too, uh John, after after this,
0: we'll have to talk about that a little bit. Okay. But uh right. but yeah. That'd be real it's, cool. It's it, it's real central. You know, I, I know it's down in southern Ohio, but it's still it's it's real central. You know, it's it's not too far. Like it's, it, it's a good drive man. And and he's got quite a few guys so far if you just look at his list, it's it's crazy to list the people that He's a mass to come already. Yeah. So, I know we're going to have him on, what would you say, uh, July? We're going to have him on in July, Sean. Who? Uh, Dan?
1: Uh, actually, he's talking about uh, here in the next couple of weeks, maybe get it out there. So, uh, right. yeah, well, it'll probably be in June. It'll be in June. Cool. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, and mainly a bunch of
0: Ohio guys are going to be there. <laughs> it, you know, yeah. Oh, Wow. Ohio distilleries. Yeah, I mean, even you go to the jam, there's there's a shit ton of Ohio guys when we go down to the jam. <laughs> you know, so.
1: one of these days they're not going to uh, look past us, you know. It's at the end of the day, it's it's volume. Yeah, um for some reason they keep picking from Ohio. I'm trying to figure out why, you know, but <laughs> So um, where a good liquor comes I from. went down to the Bell of
0: Dayton where you had uh went last weekend, Sean. Yeah, man. And um, I had seen they just put out an article. They just released the first bottle of bourbon made in Dayton yeah, it since prohibition. prohibition. Yeah, said they released it online and it sold out in sixty seconds. <laughs>
1: so, no shit. Yeah, well, I'll see if I, I'll see if I can't get us a couple bottles next time they run it. Let us know. I'm all about that. Yeah, well, come to find out, that's what I was. Uh, John, we went down there a couple or last weekend or a couple weekends ago. We I I I had a tab open right, and and we went to get ready to leave, and these couple guys kept just standing at the end of the bar, and they kept like glancing over at me. And Jenny's like, "What?" I'm like, "I don't know." These guys keep looking at me. And well, they come over and they're like, "Hey, is your last name Rigsby? I'm like, "Yeah." I looked up, and he's like, "Well, so is mine." He's like, where are you from? I'm like, fuck. I thought he was, you know, <laughs> recognized me from the show or something. I'm like, it's fucking great. Uh, he, oh, you thought three years later you got recognized. Dude, it happens, man, believe it or not. More show from the podcast though.
2: Yeah.
1: And I like I really like that because that's something that we done. You know, it's not it's not a show. Yeah, you're getting
2: you're getting other people's names out there too. That's what I like about it. You know, you're not just bringing on uh, master distillers or or moonshiners as far as Richard and all them. Um, you're bringing on steel builders and everything else. and yep. uh, A little bit of, you know, some good information comes through.
1: Well, that's it. Everybody does things different or they started in a different place, you know. And um, there's a lot of people that get online and they look for information that they just, you know don't know the answers to, but you know, you take a little bit of this person,
0: a little bit of that person, you know, and then put it together and do your own shit. Yeah. When, when I left the bell, I went over to Dayton barrel works um, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, Hey, is bill in. And in the uh, and the guy, the bartender's like, nah, he's not in today. And you know, he just giving me this funny look, like, you know, what the hell is this guy asking for? A bill. And I was like, oh yeah, he was supposed to be on our podcast. Me and my buddy Sean. He's like, oh 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 okay. Sean was in here uh, last week. I talked to him, this and that. And then I was like, bro, I would love to hear have you on because he started going on and on about how he makes all these uh, liqueurs and things like that. Uh, to make mixed drinks with and saves him a lot of money because he makes it himself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, I would love to have you come on yeah. and hear from your side because you're a different side of, of alcohol. And he's like, well, I didn't think you um never crossed my mind. I figured it was just all about moonshine and stills. Like, no, man, if you deal with alcohol, we want to hear you speak. We want to hear your story. We want to yep. hear why you do the things you do and how you do it because – You know, making mixed drinks is a big part of being a moonshiner, you know, like, like, as you know, yeah, yeah, as you know, you know, you can either master that craft or be like, nah, that's not my deal. And so, you know, I think it would be really nice to hear from a, from a bartender who's really passionate and, and deeply in depth of what they do and love what they do. So, you know, we're open for anybody, you know, if you have anything to do with alcohol, no matter what stage it is, whether it's wine, beer, bartender, Great. yeah, you know, it does not matter. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your story. Yep.
2: yep. That's that's what makes it, you know, interesting, because like Sean said, you know, what I do may not be what he does. You know, I may not charge my thumper. He may charge his, and you may not run a thumper. Um, We had several people that showed up on the show that never ran flame ran before.
1: Yeah, uh, yep
2: electric or, uh, steam. And, uh, you know, it was kind of, those,
1: uh, it's a challenge if you haven't yeah. done
2: it. Yeah. It really is. It's kind of one of those things, you know, I won't say that I had an edge in my competition because Mike has ran on, you know, playing before. And so his game, but, yep. you know, um, we was all able to pull together and help each other with anything we had
1: going on. Well, see, now that's, that's one thing that Thomas mentioned when we were filming was, you know, he, he was used to having more cooling Mm -hmm. than the little two, the, 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 I think it was like 18 inch or 24 inch shotgun condenser, um, which honestly I, I, after running one after that, I realized that was probably more than enough, um, But, you know, he was running gas. He'd never ran gas before. He started out. He went to Moonshine University, and he started out at a distillery that his family owned. You know, but to this day, he makes the best vodka, hands down, I've ever tasted in my life. That's the sweet potato vodka, right? Yes, it is. Sweet potato Um, vodka. That's sweet potato
0: vodka.
2: I've always been interested in in seeing
1: how that's he. He runs it through 21 plates, and I promise you, you can tell. It's sweet potato. Mm.
0: Now, you know, like you get so used to running your still a certain way. You have the still and you run it all the time just like this, just like that, you know, and you get so used to it that one minor change, whether it's you add a new line or you add a different size thumper, you almost have to relearn how to dial it in and run it because it's so (coughs) new. And like you said, if you're not used to running fire and they throw you on fire for the first time ever, you're like Hey, man, I'm about to learn how to run fire because I've got to learn. It's just, it's learning, you know? That's, that's where I'd like to
2: run a steam. Just, just to say I ran one, Uh, you know, all I've ever ran has been fire. Actually, uh, the first one I ran was with that buddy of mine. He had the beer keg and we just had cinder block, cinder block, real gray sitting right on top of it. So yeah. I can say that wood or propane. Wood I can wood. say technically, I've ran wood. Nice. Um, you know, we'd have our highs and
0: lows where it'd be coming out strong, and then we'd have
2: our <laughs> over there trying to scrape it out. Yeah,
0: you know. a little, little different. We don't have a nice furnace to control the heat. How huh? you're just shoving hot coals underneath of it, and so, so I won't say wood. I
2: successfully ran um, wood because. It wouldn't have been Did the you? way I wanted to run. I like about about a match stick or so, you know, yeah. maybe a little heavier than a match stick, depending on what you're running. Um, and, I'm you not one of those guys to sit and watch that,
0: <laughs> drip, drip, like that. drip. yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, and if that's like like we we already said, if that's how you run it and it works best for you, then do it.
0: You damn right. You know, if it if it works great for you, do that. Do that shit every time. Do what you love the way you like it, you know. So yeah. after after playing with the wood fire to give you a little bit more respect when you watch those guys run those furnaces and that stuff, is just pristine drip all the time. You're just like, that's amazing. That's <laughs> wild. Well, see, you know,
2: 15 years ago, I was only 22 years old. So I had no fucking idea whether, you know, we was running it right or not. I'm lucky
0: there. I didn't know I could make my own liquor at home when I was 22. I'll say that. So, the, yeah. the world's a better place knowing <laughs> me not knowing I could make liquor at home when I was 22. Yeah. So you're uh, about 37,
1: 38 then, aren't you, John? I'm, I'm 37
2: years old, yeah.
1: So me and you are the exact same age. Well, almost. I'll be 37 in October. I'm a grandpa around here. That's well... Cool
0: the hairline gives it away right yeah i got that going up here i mean oh man you got that one little spot
2: yeah if if i shave like go short i got that little island there
0: (laughs) so you just gotta blade it (laughs) off man just shave it down shave it down
2: well that takes too much time out of the day and you know most of the time I won't say all the time. Most of the time, I'm out of the house by 7 o'clock heading to whatever store. You know, some of my stores are uh, an an hour and a half, I'd say, one way. So, um, I may be driving, you know, five hours a day.
1: So, since we're on the subject of, uh, well... Moonshine in general, of course, you know, the podcast. <laughs> since, we're all,
0: we, since we've been on the subject of moonshine for 55 minutes. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I just, I just thought of a question. Do you have a uh, when moonshine about killed me story?
0: Or, or a really good one, you
1: know. Or just a really, yeah, really good story in general.
2: I really hate to disappoint you, but I think the only thing I've got is on the the first time I ran that three-gallon steel, the cap blowing off. Was
0: it old style You popped the cap on it?
2: Pay-style, popped the cap on it. Did it get plugged up? I think I was just running it too hot. Okay. I was running it too hot. Kind of one of those things where I was just getting into it. You know, I'd already ran the beer keg, and we ran the beer keg at this temperature, and I got this little three-gallon yeah. ugly duck, or I think that's what Devon calls his, the ugly duck. Um,
1: that's a beautiful one, though.
2: Now, I, I'll tell you what we, what I used to call mine. Mine was called the prostitute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's because
2: over. I had that nice 10-gallon that James Hatfield built me. And you set it up, and then you set that ugly little, you know, three-gallon that I've run just to play around with flavors on.
0: The and that's duck.
2: how I figured them out. And then I jumped to the 10-gallon.
0: Yeah. Okay. It, running kegs will, you know, it's a it's a it's definitely a big learning curve when you go from a keg to copper because that keg is a tank. That yeah. It's such a tank, man. It's thick old, thick, old
2: stainless, and then you go yeah. to, to copper that – you know, it's probably ain't much heavier
0: than a beer can. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, yeah. You go well, from it, a du- you go from a dumpster to a pop can. Is <laughs> yeah. like, man. It's- and you can get done using your beer
1: keg, and you can throw the son of a bitch out the- with the trash, and pick it up and use it again.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, as long as it ain't got a hole in it, it's good to go. Or if okay. you know, if you get that
2: suspicion someone's watching, kick it over the hill, heck, I can build a new top. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah slide the spear and twist it up (laughs) and nobody will know. Confucius say it will hold liquor. That's right. It it
1: will hold liquor.
2: It'll hold and make, but, uh, you Mm -hmm. know, I've done stainless and I've done copper both and uh, really, um, taste-wise, I don't really taste anything different on the copper myself um but cleaning wise on the stainless it's a hell of a lot easier
0: and it it's yeah. a lot easier just to spray it
1: out and go on about your day Yep. Well, and everybody complains about it. you know you got to have copper everything all this and all that well as long as it's in the vapor path that's where you know you really need it mm. yeah you know. i think i
2: think both of you seen you know bertha <laughs>
1: my,
2: my little one um and it goes, you know, it comes out of stainless and goes to copper all the way out. So, I I think I'm safe there.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's, you know, you go to these big distilleries, man. Uh, most of the time, they have copper, unless it's like a big, big distillery where they have, you know, an empty amount of fucking money, then they got stainless pots and, and copper columns. Yep. It
0: just, you know, financial wise, it makes sense. Yeah. And, and, you know, that, that stainless, it's going to last forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then and it's it just, out roll on. Yeah. It's just so, so much easier time. Because your time is money in a big distillery. Think all the time it would take to keep that big, giant copper pot clean and the steps you got to yeah. do. And, you know, you don't have to worry about a solder joint failing ever because it just used it for 100 years. So.
2: Now, you know, with with what I do, when I get off work, um, and even while I'm on work,
0: uh,
2: <laughs> I'm a, I'm a volunteer firefighter. So if if I would be running something and I'd have to leave, um, the copper copper steel, it's gonna cool down a lot faster. And you know, coming back to stainless steel, I could fire it back up pretty easy, and it still have quite a bit of heat still left in it. Yeah. I mean that's kind of a con or a, you know pro for me. Other
0: than the fact you know yeah, I got to it, shut down. It works great for you, and that's what matters. Yep. So, you know, do you have any all- um? You have any aspirations of owning a distillery, um, putting a label out, or is it still just like man, this is a great hobby. I love doing it, and that's all that matters. Well,
2: you know, at the end of the day, it's always a hobby, and and whether I go where I would get a label or a distillery or whatever. Either way, it'd be great. But as a hobby, I'd still play with it even, you know, a little bit. Um, Try new flavors, whatever. But I do, I would like to get my own distillery. I have looked at a couple buildings. Um, We looked at one right uptown up here and then found out a couple days later, a church bought it. (laughs) And they're going to turn it into maybe a pantry or something. So, but it's, I guess, future plans, whether it makes it or not. You know, you know how life gets in the way.
0: Yeah, it does. You're damn right on that.
1: But I can't remember. I was going to ask something that I can't fucking remember. Um, oh, that's, well, not really ask, but, you know, that's one thing I really appreciate about uh, people that do it for a hobby, you know, we do. Uh, but it it really gives you time to hone in your craft, whether it's, you know, if you're trying to make flavors or you're trying to, you know, with say a sugar shine or you're, or you're trying to really make a good, not clean, clear liquor, you know. Something on, I don't want to say a smaller scale, but like, you know, if, if say you were running a 300-gallon pot or something like that, you know, there's not much experiment in there because if you fuck it up, it's a lot of money.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's a big Especially loss. Especially if
2: you're making a brandy. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're using, you know, good heirloom corn or whatever.
1: Yep. yep. But, uh, so what's, uh what is one of your goals? From here forward, I know he asked about a distillery, but I mean, is there is there a certain goal you have in mind? I mean, well, well you know, a certain kind of drink, or the
2: main the main goal is um, eventually, if I do get a label out, whether it be my own distillery or not, um, basically that label I got up here, uh, firehouse um, moonshine. But um, the main goal is, you know, when I got on the show and they told me what I was actually going for, you know, all these fire departments, um, we've got 14 members, I think, (laughs) right now. And I couldn't tell you how many, you know, miles we cover right off the top of my head, but we cover, you know, uh, we mutual aid with two other departments we also uh, cover Chester Township and part of, I think, right on the line of Gowdy Township. So some of our fires and stuff that we go to were, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes out. Um, so kind of my main goal when I went on the show for the firehouse challenge and her firefighter firehouse flame out, whatever it was called. Um, my main goal was to bring kind of a an outlook to the firehouse. Yep. You know, that's why I was excited when they wanted to film in our firehouse. They actually caught us in the middle of a run. You know, I was up at the firehouse walking through doing my filming for my hometown package when we got toned out for a run, um, and it was a um, a water rescue. Uh, You know, we can talk about how that turned out later. But anyway, my main goal was to bring kind of the outlook of everything, you know, the I guess the people to look at the fact that we need people, whether you're volunteer, whether you're paid firefighters, you know, if you're out catching on fire in the middle of the night, you want someone to come. Yeah. Or if you're in a car wreck or whatever. So that was that was kind of what excited me about the main thing. And that's kind of what I would like to bring. You know, I'd like to bring label out just for that. And then I got a buddy that wrecked a fire engine while I was down there filming. Um, and he passed probably, I'm going to say roughly six months ago, maybe a little bit more. Um, due to injuries from the wreck. So, eventually, I'd like to bring something out, not really in his name, but I'd like to get that proof a little bit past that 100 mark. Yeah. And uh, go up to his unit number, the 107. So, I'd bring out 107 proof, something under that label. Mm.
1: So, that was kind of my goals
2: with that. I mean, it wasn't really getting on the show, but it was bringing that
1: aspect to the show yeah yeah see that 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 means a lot you know um yeah i I, thank you for your service man thank you but uh but there, you know there is goals
2: out there i'm sure you'd like to get your label in somewhere whether it be where it's going to be or supposed to be or whatever or another distillery down the line, um, but it's
0: there not, is goals out there. You know, we, we've all got something that we strive for. You know, we all got something that we dream of, and and hopefully everybody can make those dreams come true, whether it's now or in the future. And you know, no matter how long it takes, you to get there, man. Small steps are always moving forward, and that's that's what gets you to the, the end. That's what gets you to the goal can't finish a race unless you get started and you can't you can't finish unless you're moving forward and it doesn't matter how fast you're moving just keep lugging along man and everything will work out for you so yeah we you know,
2: right. we might all be Doug's age when we get it and retire
0: but hey you know it doesn't like I said <laughs> it it it's not about how quickly you get there. It's about the journey there, you know. And and, yeah. it, and that that journey is what you're going to enjoy the most. You know, every little bump and bruise, and the ups and the downs, and that's what makes it. That's what makes it all worth it in the end. You know, you look back like, man, you believe we did that shit? Like, you know, and me and Sean still sit around and talk about things. They're like, man, can you believe we did that and we got away with that? And and <laughs> we're, we're here right now doing this. <laughs> like, and so you know, it's. That's what it's all about, you know. And, and what's really cool is all the people, all these beautiful, amazing people that we meet along the way that that started out as acquaintances who enjoy doing the things that we like to do. But now they're family. You know, you yeah. look at you look at people like family now. Like, man, I don't even know this dude, but I could call him anywhere, anytime, and if he can help me in any way, he would. And I've never met this dude in person one day in my life, but. We're still like family because that's just how it is. Oh, well,
1: it's a brotherhood, you know. Um, and, Man, and it should be held to. It shouldn't be held to who was on what, who won what. You know, um, at the end of the day, we're all striving for the same fucking thing. Yep. You know, I, uh, I may weird. I may get a label in a distillery. If I don't, when I die, make sure you pour the fucking whiskey on my grave, and we'll call it a day. Right, <laughs> well, I,
2: I tell the old lady that when I die, that one up there I want cremated in that little whatever it is, gallon, gallon and a half, whatever. I want cremated in set on our mantle in the living room.
1: Nice. You
2: know, and tell her I want people drinking at my uh funeral. Yep. Yeah.
1: You know, so it's,
0: it, it's, but, it it's all about the journey and, it is. and you know and, and I'm honored and pleasure to uh, share this journey with y'all, you know. Uh, w- with that, we'll, we'll let everybody go. We're coming to the end. So I- I'll outro us. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, it's all about the journey. man. It's all about the steps forward and the people you meet. And I'm honored and pleasure to have meet or spoken to everybody in our comment section. Talked to quite a few of them. You know, it's an honor to finally uh, meet you in a way, John. I'm sure I'm going to meet you in person here real soon. Oh, yeah. Man. And Sean, you know, you're my boy, but whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Keep a hat on, though, right? Keep a hat on. That's right. Keep that damn hat on. But we appreciate everybody watching, everybody listening. Um, We love all y'all. We appreciate y'all. We'll be back next week. And hope everybody has a great week. And, again, John, thanks for joining us. Thank you for your service. Appreciate your your stories. Yeah, don't hop off here. We got a little after show going on. It's private time. So, everybody have... Everybody, have a great night. And we love all y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Shine on. That's right. Shine on. I ain't taking a drink of this. We'll see. <laughs>